Welcome to Talos Takes, the quick take podcast where our researchers break down this week's hot topic in cybersecurity for everyone from the C-suite to the front lines. All right, welcome to the latest episode of Talos Takes Work From Home Edition. Uh, I am Jonathan Bunchar once again, and today I'm joined by Azim from our threat interdiction team. Uh, thanks for coming on, Azim. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So today, Azim and I are going to talk about APTs. Um, and basically, you know, Advanced Persistent Threat, that's kind of like an acronym that gets thrown around a lot in our blog posts and generally in the security space. So I'm hoping that Azim can kind of bring some uh, light to this term and maybe drill down a little bit on what it is exactly we mean when we say APTs. Um, so generally, Azim, if somebody just came up and asked you, uh, you know, what's an APT? Is this a specific threat that we're talking about or a threat group? You know, when we say APT, especially in Talos, what do we mean? So APT usually refers to uh, a threat group with a dedicated focus or mission or both. Um, so no, it's not a particular malware family. Uh, so uh, let's break down the actual acronym uh, with a little bit of logic. Uh, the advanced persistent threat, um, what makes them advanced? Um, don't think of them as a recon team, but a well-resourced, uh, well-focused and dedicated threat group. They are uh, sophisticated enough to discover and leverage uh, zero days, but are also careful about when they use them. Um, you know, the logic is why use uh, and risk exposing uh, unknown zero day when a widely known exploit uh, will get you the access that you need. Um, they will eventually use them if needed. So remember the mission is uh, their uh, biggest priority. Uh, the group is persistent, not particularly uh, because they get into a network or machine and stay hidden ahead of time of their uh, work, but because they will also dedicate all of their resources to their mission. Uh, in other words, if no one is really paying attention, um, or even when somebody is paying attention, to be honest with you, uh, they will most likely achieve their goal, uh, which could be network intrusion, uh, account access, etc. Um, the threat self part uh, the, is very explanatory. Uh, self-explanatory, excuse me. These groups aren't usually after uh, what we refer to as low-hanging fruit or easy-to-obtain compromises. Uh, their activity uh, usually uh, has major implications. For example, uh, as we saw in the DNC uh, uh, attack of 2016 uh, or uh, the NotPetya attack uh, a few years ago, uh, the goals of these threats were um, different. Uh, but had major implications that were measured on a global scale. So is there a certain uh, threshold that a threat or an actor has to cross to be considered an APT? You know, is there like a line of delineation where you could say something is or isn't an APT? That's a very good question. Um, we can't think of a specific mark, number, or line uh, that will... Uh, clearly identify an APT group. Uh, we use many indicators to make uh, that assessment. So as mentioned before, we observe a threat actor potentially setting up to use or uh, execute a zero day against a target that may have regional global implications. Uh, the implications could be geopolitical or economic. Um, so that kind of work is most likely being conducted by an APT group. Um, time is also a big factor. 
the sophistication of their mission relies a lot on basic reconnaissance, planning, and execution. So we um, we may be able to pick up on those steps ahead of time, or unfortunately, sometimes post uh, compromise. The most cert the, the, that kind of activity most certainly indicates an APT group where there is a structured uh, approach to their mission. So when we're talking about APTs, uh, what are some uh, defense pieces of you know defense advice that we can give folks? Uh, you know, is there anything special that we need to be doing about APTs, or is our advice going to be the same no matter the scale of the threat? You know, whether we're talking about not pet you like you mentioned, or something at a little bit of a smaller scale. So. Um... Everybody, everybody should always be paying attention to APT groups, but uh, there's a big caveat with that. Uh, you also need to prioritize um, uh, your attention properly. Um, while AP APT tactics and attacks have major implications, so, you know, as we saw in NotPetya, um, for most people and more, most organizations, APTs are not their biggest threat. And if, you, if your security team and strategy are driven by prioritizing attention to APT activity, you are, uh, they're, they're, then they're probably are going to miss uh, quite a bit of other stuff. Um, so what I'm saying is APT uh, groups are not the only threat. And uh, while we would like everybody to have the resources to have a dedicated uh, team or some sort of uh, um, resource that pays attention to APT groups, um, we understand that certain organizations, and in fact, most organizations will not um, will not need to prioritize their attention for that. All right. Well, thank you very much for clearing some of that up, Zima. I hope that all of our listeners uh, found this very helpful, and I appreciate you coming on. And hopefully, we can have you on again to talk about something else. Likewise, it was a pleasure to be here. Thank you. All right. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Talos Takes. Please join us on the next episode where we talk about something else that's top of mind for us. 